0: One, two, three,
1: four. We always try to remind ourselves, like, what we're doing is groundbreaking. People are so happy with our products. Like, we hear amazing stories from our consumers about weight loss journeys or, like, different nutrition reasons and goals that they have, like. We hear so many amazing stories about how smart suites have helped people or are helping people. And it's just like, that is so powerful to every day wake up and know that you're contributing something positive in the world. So it's easy. It doesn't feel like work.
0: Welcome back to the Well Now It podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. So I'm really excited for today's guest. Lauren Jans, is the R&D and Innovation Manager, a.k.a. Food Scientist at Smart Suites. Smart Sweets is that healthy candy alternative you've been seeing at grocery stores, gas stations, Costco's, airports, they are everywhere now. So yes, Lauren is pretty much your modern day Willy Wonka, or Wilma Wonka as she likes to be called. In today's episode, we talk about the difference between food science and nutrition, how she got into the more research background, what she does from day to day from developing recipes to testing out the product, And how powerful SmartSuite's mission is on the world. So how they're trying to kick sugar and provide that healthier alternative. And how much impact their customers have on their product development. I hope you enjoy today's episode. I'm here with Lauren Jans. So I've always been obsessed with Smart Sweets. For those that don't know the product, well, you should because they're really good. Um, It's the first delicious candy without the sugar, free from artificial sweeteners. As a foodie myself, I was curious to know how the product was made and the story behind it. And what better person to ask than the R&D and Innovation Manager at Smart Sweets, Lauren. So I'm so excited to chat with her today, and I can't wait to learn more about her role. So Lauren, let's go back before Smart Sweets. Did you always have a passion for food, and did you know you wanted to pursue kind of more of like a science background in university?
1: I definitely always had a passion for science, so that was always my favorite subject, even when I was little. You know, I loved doing science fairs, and I had so many books about nature. And as I got older, through mostly through high school, I started to realize that I really was interested in food and nutrition. And it was in high school that I realized I wanted to do something with food, but I I knew I didn't want to go specifically into nutrition or or become a dietitian. So I actually had a high school teacher that I was chatting with and I said, "Hey, I love science and I love food. Like what do you think I can do with that?" And she was the first person ever who introduced me to what's food science. So she said, "You know, if you love food and you love science, why don't you study food science?" And that was the first time I'd heard of it and I was like, what the heck is food science? So I kind of researched a program at the University of Guelph, which is where I did my undergrad. And I just, I read about the program. I kind of read about the different careers that people have with food science um, and the different kind of elements of the program. And I just felt like, yeah, this sounds really cool, really interesting, and I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah, nice. So in your program, did you kind of have any co-op, like uh, experience or how did you kind of get your first job? How did you get your foot in the door?
1: Yeah, I did have a co-op. It was by far the most helpful part of the degree in terms of post-grad. So I did a, in total, I did two, two co-op terms, but about two years between the two. So my first co-op term I did with, uh, Schneider's factory, (laughs) which was part of Maple Leaf. I worked on um, all beef flavored hot dogs. So it was a really interesting (laughs) four month co-op. It was really fun and just like a good segue into the world of food science. And then my second co-op is really what helped guide me in terms of product development um, and the different opportunities that are available for food scientists. I did my co-op for... I think it was about 16 months at the Cadbury Chocolate Factory um, for Mondelez in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really helpful. So it allowed me to understand the link between what I was learning academically and then how it's applied to the real world. And it was the first time I was introduced to much more of the business side um, of the food world. So not just developing the products, but like all the things that come along with it, all the marketing components, all the commercialization components, everything that it takes to get the product from being a cool idea and something cool to taste all the way to seeing it on the shelf. So that co-op was really, really instrumental in helping me understand what I liked about that degree and kind of like where I wanted to go with it and then potential um, careers that I could pursue with that degree.
0: Okay, and what's the like the difference between food science and nutrition?
1: Good question. I think it's um, it's the first thing that people ask when they hear about food science. They say, "Oh, it's like nutrition," or they say, "Oh, it's like being a chef." And I usually answer that it's some combination of the two, with like a sprinkling of. Kind of like engineering and commercialization. Nutrition—it's what everyone thinks of. You know, the study of how food and nutrients support the human body, um, and much more about like functional and performance. Food science is much more focused on the really technical, nitty-gritty parts of food. So, the microbes that are present in food, the bacteria. How does it age? How does it? What happens when it rots? And then things like the engineering of food. So how do you get a product from a liquid to a gas or a solid to a liquid in a factory on, you know, a huge scale or things like the regulations around food. So what does the government say about food ingredients and what do they allow? What do they not allow and why? And, and a lot more of like those really in-depth detailed parts of food. So although we do study nutrition as a part of food science, it's much more focused on like the molecular level.
0: Right. Okay. And when you were looking for jobs, because I know you worked at even a brewing company, as a food scientist, were you looking for a specific like niche? Were you looking to work in like candy, for example?
1: You know, I never really knew... Which specific industry I would end up in. And I still feel like, you know, the world is your oyster. You could kind of make your career path what you want it to be. So when I worked at Cadbury, I loved it. It was chocolate. It's really hard not to love working for a chocolate factory, um, it's delicious and was full of amazing treats. So that was really, really fun. And then my kind of quick year in brewing was something I just felt really excited by. So When I first graduated my degree, I saw there was a a role open for a brewery and I just thought that would be so fun and so interesting and so different. And I thought it it will be a totally 180 experience to what I did for my co-op at Cadbury. And so I thought I would give it a shot. And it turned out to be exactly that. It was a totally different side of food science. It was much more factory focused, like processing and operations and all of those kind of back end things. And it was, it really opened my eyes to that side of the food world and food manufacturing. So, yeah, I guess I would say I, I love all the different industries so far that I've had a chance to be in. And then what I love about Smart sweets is that it's kind of this hybrid of the parts of food that I love that are health and nutrition, but also confectionery. So, candy is, of course, again, amazing and delicious. But then to be able to kind of hybrid that with, more nutrition, more health-focused, more health-conscious, that's something that I really, really like about what I do now.
0: And you must get this a lot, but when I think of food scientists at a candy company, my mind goes straight to Willy Wonka. So <laughs> what exactly is your role at Smart Sweets, and what do you do?
1: Well, you really nailed it because um, I have this kind of funny nickname now at work. Everybody calls me Wilma Wonka. They started with Willy Wonka and they decided I needed the woman version. So they call me Wilma Wonka, which of course is is like pretty, um, pretty awesome and hilarious, but I do a lot more than, um, recipe development. So definitely the, the Wilma Wonka side of things is creating recipes from scratch. Um, but then also all of the other pieces. So for example, a typical, um, kind of path for creating a new product would be marketing or sales. Someone has an amazing idea that we bring to the table. For example, our sweet fish, which are a a kind of a play on Swedish fish. Someone brings the idea to the table. And part of my role is to sit down with marketing and go through all of the elements of what we want that product to be. So what do we want it to look like? How do we want it to taste? How big do we want the piece to be? How long is the shelf life going to be? What are the key attributes of the color and the flavor and the really specific kind of wish list? And then from there, it's bringing that idea to life. So testing it many, many times up to like sometimes hundreds of times, recipe testing to get a product that we feel is really delicious and meets all those wish list items. And then phase two is bringing it from just a concept on on a lab scale or like a kitchen scale to a full factory. So a lot of focus on what we would call the scale-up process, which is taking that recipe and applying it to like a 5,000-pound batch at a factory, figuring out what temperatures do we need, what settings do we need, all of those like technical things, getting it through the machinery, getting it into a package making sure it can sit on a shelf for 12 months without going hard or stale or moldy or any of those crazy things and delivering something to the consumer that they really want. And that also fits all of our brand guardrails. There are other things involved like quality assurance. So making sure that we um, are always producing the same product at a really high level consistently and then regulation. So making sure that our products meet the Canadian regulations, the U.S. regulations um if we were ever to go to another country checking those regulations because of course every country has kind of their own set of rules so kind of all encompassing, um, bringing a product to life. And when
0: did you join Smart Sweets? Were you with Tara from the beginning or how did you guys develop that first
1: product? Tara, I joined about two, just over two years ago. And when I joined Smart Sweets, they had two products in the market. They were the fruity gummy bears and the sour gummy bears. Um, so those are kind of the original product that Tara had created in her kitchen. She really like had the idea to make this better for you product and she brought it to life with you know just some some ingredients off of Amazon and a gummy bear mold and just testing around in her kitchen so when i joined those products were already live in the market and the first products that i was able to work on and bring to life were the sweet fish the sour blast buddies and then the rest of the portfolio that we have from there
0: and where do you get kind of your inspiration for your next
1: or innovating the next kind of candy? You know, our, our inspiration totally comes from our consumers. We have a really, really vocal following on social media. People really resonate with Smart Sweets, like the, the mission that we're on to kick sugar out of candy and show people, you know, that you don't have to sacrifice taste and quality and all those things for a better for you product. So our consumers really drive most of the innovations we work on because they tell us loud and clear what they want next. So we often do surveys to our consumers. We post a lot on Instagram, we get a lot of DMs, kind of all of that social um, feedback that we get. We take that into consideration all the time. So anytime we're working on a new product, although we might have a concept we think is very cool, we always take it to the consumers and say, hey, you know, what do you guys think of this flavor or this texture? Or would you wanna see this product or this one instead? So it really comes from, um, from our amazing consumers.
0: Yeah. And are you spending, I guess, before um, COVID-19, but were you spending a lot of time in the lab and like testing out the products or were you more in like the management role?
1: A little bit of both. So there's definitely a lot of Like desk work that comes along with, I think, any role, um, in any company. Really, you know, there's always emails and there's always things to to be caught up on on the computer. But a lot of our time in R and D is definitely spent in our factories. So whether it's developing the recipes from scratch and and kind of starting at ground zero, or doing that scale up process in plant trials, or seeing the first production run, um, I would say that in R&D, we probably spend about 50% of our time on the road split between our various factories and also various ingredient suppliers who help support us with R&D lab work as well.
0: Okay. And yeah, would you say what you do is more of a science, art, maybe both?
1: Definitely both. Yeah, it's definitely a blend. I mean... The best idea um, has to come to life with so many different components. So we always have this amazing, like I said, wish list kind of product in mind. And the science of it is, you know, can we cook it the way we want to cook it? And can we form it the way we want to form it? And is it going to be too sticky to get packaged into a bag? So there's always those science things behind mm-hmm. there. But then there's totally the art because the beauty of smart suites is that when you look from the outside, you think, you know nobody has done kick sugar candy until smart sweets in this way so the science tells you maybe it's not possible but the art side is like you know you can bring anything to life if you really try and you do many many recipes over and over so i think the art in it in it is just never giving in and being really persistent and just believing that you know if you want to create a product and you want to you wanted to have a certain set of standards and objectives, you just try until you get it right.
0: And what's been the biggest challenge as a food scientist? And have you kind of dealt with failure, maybe creating a product?
1: Oh, yeah. We, yeah, there's failure every day, every moment in creating new products. And mostly it stems from. The ingredients that we work with are totally non traditional candy ingredients. So, most of the ingredients you'll find in Smart Sweets today have never been in candy. Candy is pretty much pure sugar, and we are using absolutely zero sugar um, as an ingredient. So, it is a challenge every day to try to figure out how do you make these kind of funky, like health focused ingredients function like a candy? You know, how do you make fiber taste good? How do you make natural colors really bright and punchy and not? look too natural um, or too dull. So there are challenges all the time, making sure that we're using ingredients that meet all of our values, but also deliver on like a true candy experience. So we have failed hundreds and hundreds of times. um, But every time we get it wrong, we know, we know what doesn't work. So always Mm -hmm. a good lesson.
0: Yeah. And what is your why? Like what keeps you going kind of gets you out of bed
1: in terms of in terms of what I'm doing with Smart Suites, like mm-hmm. just the mission, it's it resonates so strongly with everyone and it resonates with me personally. Like, you know, kicking sugar out of candy really goes to show you can do anything that you want. And Tara is our, our CEO and our founder, Tara, she's an amazing leader. She always grounds our team in our why and in our mission every day. So we always try to remind ourselves like what we're doing is groundbreaking. People are so happy with our products. Like, we hear amazing stories from our consumers about weight loss journeys or like different nutrition reasons and goals that they have. Like, we hear so many amazing stories about how Smart Suites have helped people or are helping people. And it's just like that is so powerful to every day wake up and know that you're contributing something positive in the world. So, it's just, it's easy. It doesn't feel like work
0: oh yeah for sure like my my dad actually has diabetes and he's a huge candy fanatic like he loves candy and we recently bought him like a huge box of smart sweets like we were thinking oh he's not gonna like it he's gonna know but now he's obsessed with them he eats them every day he loves it he gets his sugar fix but his like levels are still normal so yeah it's definitely really great
1: here does he have a favorite which product
0: he likes the gummy bears, um, the nice. sweet ones, yeah. And what would you say are kind of the major trends in the candy industry now? Are people, like, as you said, like, smart sweets has grown so much in, like, the last few years. Are people just more leaning towards like that alternative?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think that the sugar-free or reduced sugar trend is is not going away. In fact, I, I would say it's not a trend. It's just a shift in, in perception. So reduced sugar and lowering sugar intake is a huge focus for people. Um, of all types, so we definitely don't see that going away anytime soon, and that may bring competitors to the space that we're playing in right now. Um, but that's awesome because you know the more people, the more people on the mission to kick sugar, just the greater it is for everyone. But then in terms of flavor, you know, those are some of the other trends we see. There's always funky new flavors people want to try, so we we do look at flavor trends and and what's kind of hot right now but at the same time people just love stuff that tastes good and people love nostalgic candy so mm. we do have a lot of people asking us for the candies that they remember from a, being a kid like those cola bottles or gummy sharks those type of things in terms of trends that we're meeting it's it's really just what the consumers are asking for and what they love
0: What's some of the inventions, I guess, s- stuff that you can share that you guys have tried out but um, didn't necessarily work out? Like, what's maybe like the weirdest combination that you guys have
1: tried? Um, weirdest combination. I mean, we just launched w- what's called our Sweet Chews product in the US. Um, yeah. It's kind of similar to a Starburst. And we tried probably 50 or 75 recipes, maybe, on that one to get it right. And so without even being specific, we just had so many recipes that the ratios of ingredients were off, too much fat, not enough fat, too much fiber, not enough fiber, all of these things. And we had some really awful, chalky, dry, rock hard, taffy-like products. Yeah, I think that we've we've definitely had some really bad tasting things we've made but in the end like i said you know we fail a million times and we we just keep going till we get it right so (laughs) hopefully what we have now is what everybody knows and loves
0: yeah and um as you said like the smart shoes they kind of you got inspiration from starburst do you ever have to deal with i guess legal issues with that like with copyright and trademarks
1: Yeah, I I personally don't. Um, That goes more through our brand team. um, And of course, through kind of our upper leadership team, they'll scope Mm -hmm. out all of those issues beforehand. So Mm -hmm. if there is a product that we are trying to benchmark against, certainly we want to launch a product of our own that resonates with people um, and that they feel like is familiar to them. But of course, we don't want to infringe on any type of trademarks um, or naming anything like that. So yeah, we just a lot of times we just brainstorm, hey, what could we call this product so that it people get the intention behind it? And we just come up with a big list of like 50 crazy names and we send it over to a lawyer and ask them, hey, can you run this through your trademark uh, database?
0: And where do you see like your career in like maybe the next five years? And then following up to that, where do you see like smart suites
1: down the line? Hmm, that's that's a really good question. I'll answer the smart suites part first. We always kind of joke that like, you know, smart suites is is like here for global domination. So we really want smart suites to be available across the world, in, in the whole uh, globe. So right now, smart Suites is available in Canada and the U.S., and that's a really big focus for us because we we want to make sure that, you know, you can find smart SmartSuites in every store across Canada and every store across the U.S. before we take away our focus and look into other countries. But certainly in the future, I expect that you would see smart Suites, um, you know, on vacation, which would be pretty awesome. And in terms of my own career, I truly have no idea. But one thing that SmartSuites has taught me is you have to be passionate about what you're doing and you have to be excited to come to work every day and, you know, put your head down and problem solve and do all the, the things that come along with it. So I don't really know where I'll be in five years or 10 years or who knows. Maybe I'll be with Smart Suites if things are still the way they are. Who knows? Maybe I'll be somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I would hope that whatever is my next role, I'm like equally as excited about and, and equally as passionate about.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And um, what's kind of been the biggest difference you've been working at a growing startup like Smart suites and then compared to Cadbury, like a more established company?
1: The biggest difference is probably in the speed of things. You know, there's the classic like hashtag startup life that people always say. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of joke about it just being crazy all the time. And and that is the case that it's crazy and busy and, and amazing in that sense. But it really just because we are moving so quickly. So with a big company, I find innovation moves a lot slower. There's like a lot more processes in place and approvals that have to take place. And with a big company, of course, they're spreading out their budget, working on hundreds of different products, probably across different portfolios and different smaller companies. So money becomes um, more of a, a topic in terms of how you spend your money on developing products. But mm-hmm. with Smart Tweets, we really focus to bring really good, really high quality products to life very quickly. We have a lot of agility as a small company. We can make decisions very quickly. We're a small group of about 50 people. So we can really make decisions quickly and we can do a lot of things in-house. So I think that bringing products to life, bringing them to the market really fast is the difference mainly between our our small company and and a big one.
0: And as a food scientist, is there room for growth like in the role? Or um, you kind of just Stick with similar positions like that.
1: I, you know, with with food science in general, I feel like there are just so many different opportunities. Like product development, R and D, research and development. That's just one avenue. So, in that avenue, certainly there's there's definitely room to grow your technical skills. So, when I joined Smart Sweets, for example, I knew nothing about sugar-free candy, and I definitely knew nothing about how the heck does Smart Sweets do it. But you learn those technical skills as you go, and you can always develop them and kind of pave. The, pave your own path. And then also there's room for growth in the business side of R&D. So more on the innovation side, um, planning future innovations, planning timelines, planning, you know, kind of consulting with marketing and with brand on what does smart sweets need next and what do we want to bring to the world? So I think business and technical, you can really grow in the R&D space. And then in terms of other food science roles, I mean, when I think about the people that I went to school with, like my my peers, we are all in a ton of different types of positions. Like some people went into quality assurance, some people went into more process and and like plant factory based roles in operations. Some people have gone into sales where they work for ingredient companies and they sell uh, ingredients on like a technical basis. So. Really, I think with food science, there's just a million different avenues you can take and you definitely can also bounce back and forth between those. So I think it's a very, very flexible degree to have.
0: Yeah. And is it a very competitive field to get into? Like, let's say someone that wants to start into it today.
1: You know, the the interesting thing is that there are so many different types of businesses that focus on food. So I feel in my personal experience, I feel like there are so many positions, definitely like always different positions, may be more or less attractive to different people, but there are just so many different types of food companies and, and types of roles within those food companies that it's competitive, but at the same time, there is no, um, like lack of, uh, opportunity. So kind of a, I guess, tough question in that sense, but yeah, I, I think that there are so many opportunities out there that, if you have a degree in food science, you can find a role for sure.
0: Yeah, okay, great. And do you have any advice for someone wanting to pursue the more research route and career?
1: The thing that has stuck with me the most in the last few years is like going back to kind of the passion thing. It's It doesn't feel like work um, and it doesn't always feel like struggle when you're doing something that you love. You know, finding a company or a role or a project, something that really like ignites the fire in you. That I think is the best way that you can build out your career path. It helps you understand what you like to do and, and where you wanna put your energy and like what you wanna bring into the universe. Uh, my advice would be try to find what you're passionate about. Um, and if you're not sure, then just dip your toes in a few different things until it becomes more clear. Yeah,
0: great. So just last question, or I guess two last questions. Um, <laughs> first of all, what is your favorite candy um, within Smart Sweets. And what would be your dream candy to make if you, like there was no limits and you could make any candy?
1: Oh man, I have this question sometimes. And I don't think I really even have a good answer because I I love candy. I'll start off with that. Like I was the kid that ate candy all the time. If my parents gave me allowance money or I had babysitting money, I would spend it all at the variety store. So my favorite Smart Sweets candy is probably the Sweet Fish because they're very sweet. They're very juicy. So I I love those ones and I love the shape of them. But I mean, disclaimer, of course, I love all of the products. (laughs) (laughs) And my dream candy... It depends on the day, but today I would love if we could make the marshmallow bananas. I know those are polarizing. People hate those, but they're, they remind me so much of my childhood and they're just so unique. So today I'll say marshmallow bananas.
0: Oh, I've never heard of those, but
1: they sound good. You should definitely try some. <laughs> Maybe okay. SmartSpeeds will have them someday
0: across my fingers. Well, thank you so much for your time, um, Lauren. I really appreciate it. I've definitely learned a lot. I knew kind of nothing about food science, so um it was so great to hear um your story.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: And that was Lauren Jans. Make sure to follow Smart Sweets on Instagram. And if you haven't tried the candy, I highly recommend the Sweetfish. Thanks for listening. Um, Please subscribe and it'd be great if you could leave a review and share the episode. See you next week.